There are turning points in our lives when we are called upon to make decisions. We have to decide what and how much we are willing to risk to create for ourselves the lives we dream and pray about. We have to decide whether we're going to stay true to ourselves and come up with ways to do just that, or we're going to give away bits and pieces of ourselves for the sake of peace, convention, relationships, and reputation. There are those critical life moments when how we choose is tied up with who we will become. Welcome to Dream Big with Dr. Irie. I'm your host, Dr. Irie Session. Dream Big is a podcast for women who want to leverage their work and life experiences to pursue their dream of entrepreneurship, make a transformative difference in the world, and impact the lives of others by doing what they're wired to do. Welcome to our show today. The quote that I read at the beginning of our session today is from a book titled, What Matters Most? 10 Lessons in Living Passionately from the Song of Solomon by Dr. Renita J. Weems. It's one of my favorite books. And in fact, I've had the book probably, I don't know, 13 or 14 years. And it looks just like that. (laughs) It looks like I've had it for that long. But there's so many positive, um, transformational, insightful, did I say insightful already? messages and lessons from this book. It, it is really about the woman in the Song of Solomon, the Shulamite woman, and how she maneuvered and navigated her life. And I have never heard before Dr. Weems' book and her um, treatment of this passage, I've never heard her described, the Shulamite woman described in such a Mm, what's the word I want to say? Such a powerful and authentic way. Um, she, this woman, as described by Dr. Weems, is a woman that we could all learn a lesson from. And so in Weems' book, she talks about those critical life moments. And the Shulamite woman in Song of Solomon had several of those moments. And I wanted to talk about those critical life moments because I, I've, I've had several. And right now I'm living through um, a critical life moment. It's a decision that I made a couple of years ago on how I wanted to um, navigate the uh, this portion and this season of my life. And there may be some of you listening too who have made some decisions about your life that perhaps they're decisions that you never thought you would make, that um, you never thought you would have to make. Perhaps you were going along with your life and you thought everything was just fine, and it was just fine. And um, you had the job that you liked, and you had a relationship that was going pretty well, and you had money in the bank, and um, you had you know, no family conflict to speak of. And, and then all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, <laughs> life throws you a monkey wrench Life throws you a curve. Someone pulls the rug from under your feet and you're off balance and you fall uh, and hurt yourself uh, sometimes. And things happen in life. And, and when that happens, 
And when it happened, perhaps you found yourself in a situation where you had to make a decision. You really, you really thought about what happened and you thought about how you wanted to respond to what happened. And you made some decisions uh, about your life and how you wanted to navigate from there on out. Well, that was where I was two years ago. Um, some things happened. The rug got pulled out from under uh, my life and what I thought was going to be my future. And I decided some things. I decided some things about my life. I decided some uh, a direction that I wanted to take and how I wanted to really try my best to take full responsibility uh, for my life, for my future, for my happiness, um, for my joy. I wanted to take responsibility for that and not uh, really put it in someone else's hands. And so that is where I am, taking full responsibility for my future and for my happiness and, and for my life and doing those things in life that bring me joy and where I feel um, a, a deep sense of fulfillment and purpose. and. Um, where I can make the kinds of creative decisions about my future and about the work and the ministry that um, I believe God has called and crafted me to carry out without being um, hindered by restraints from people who don't see uh, me or understand me or my call the way that I do. Right. Um, so it's really me taking my life back. Right. Ta because, you know, we give our lives away sometimes, don't we? We give our happiness away. We give our ideas away. We give our decisions away. Um, we give our truth away. And, and sometimes we do those things, uh, beloved, and we don't even realize that's what we're doing. Because sometimes we are, we find ourselves in situations where we're confined, right? It could be on a job that you're confined in that job. There are, there are rules and there are policies and there are procedures and there are protocols. Um, and there are just ways of, of doing things that are, that are set up by not you, but someone else who the company say belongs to, right? And so you may have ideas and you may um, have some insight and even instincts about um, some things that may be good and helpful for um, the company, for the school, for the relationship. But, but if you're not the one that's calling the shots, then um, it's, it could happen that your point of view isn't heard and your point of view isn't respected. And so um, for some of us, that means um, that, um, that we don't have that freedom to be creative, that we don't have that freedom to be fully um, who we are and bring all of who we are to the table and have it valued and respected. Uh, and so, you know, I was uh, at a point in my life, like some of you may be, where you uh, are like Dr. Weems says, at a point where you have to make those critical life moments, those decisions where what you decide is going to be tied up with who you will be. And so uh, who do you want to be is the question, right? And that's the question that I had to ask 
uh, of myself. Who are you and who do you want to be? And, and what kind of legacy do you want to leave? What, what, how do you want people to remember you? More importantly, what do you want your daughter to see, right? What's the legacy of, of your life that you want to leave behind for her? And so that was a critical life moment for me. And it was a decision that I felt like I had to make on how I wanted to, to live my life. Now, let me tell you something. The decision to um, live my life the way that I have chosen in this season does not come without its challenges, right? Because <laughs> there is this sense that um, you are on you you are on a, your own. Um, now, don't get me wrong. I know God is here and God is with me. Um, and I, and that is true. And I rely on that because I'm telling you, had it not been <laughs> for the Lord on my side, where would I be? Right. I, I get that. What I'm talking about is some decisions that we make that are good decisions. We have to travel the road of that decision by ourselves. Yeah. That's what I mean, because there there may not be people who really understand the decision that you have made, because some decisions, uh, some choices we make, people won't understand it if they have not been in that situation before. Right. Um, You know, there, there are people that. I know who have recently been divorced, right? And I'm a a, per, a woman who's been divorced as well. And so sometimes when people go through divorces, um, your friends and family and associates, you know, they may look at the outside of the relationship and it looks like one thing. It looks like it's beautiful. It looks like the two of you are in sync. It looks, you look like the perfect couple. But only the people who are in the relationship really know the dynamics, really know what's going on, really know the pain and the suffering that each one is experiencing. And so you find yourself in a situation where you have to make a choice and there may be others who don't understand the choice that you make. And so you have to walk that choice road alone because no one gets it and right and so you have to learn to be okay with walking in some of your decisions by yourself and so that's how it's been it's been um well i'll say at, at least for maybe the first uh, year and a half it's uh, been pretty lonely and walking this road alone but but i find that the more that I open up and reach out to others and find uh, communities of people who have like minds, people who think like me. So right now I am a part of a couple of groups that are where the people in the groups are entrepreneurs, right? And they're at various stages of entrepreneurship. Some are in the beginning stages like I am. Some are farther along. I'll share this with you. So uh, it's a, it, one of them is a Facebook group for, um, for entrepreneurs. And so uh, one I, I posted, so they, they were talking about just the challenges of entrepreneurship, the ups and the downs and the highs and the lows. 
Um, and so I commented on one gentleman's uh, post and I asked him, you know, had he ever been through a season where, you know, he didn't know how he was going to make it through the month. Right. And so he said, oh, my goodness, yes. All you know, this happened a couple of times. And he said he had been an entrepreneur for 25 years. And and he said one year. Um, he, he, he earned about $230,000. Great year, right? He said the next year he made $38,000. Now, can you imagine going from $238,000 a year to the next year, 38000 38, What in the world? I, you know, wow. And so, and he said, but he never gave up. He said he persevered. He had made a decision that this is the way he wanted to live his life. He wanted to be an entrepreneur. He wanted to be independent. He wanted to make decisions for himself. He wanted to use his creativity and his own ingenuity to create a life for himself and his family. And with that decision comes ups and downs. And so, you know, you think about... Um, what that might mean for a family. And I don't know if he had a wife and kids. I'm pretty sure he did, right? Um, but that's the decision that he made and that's the choice that he made. But, but because I was a part of this group and because I'm a part of this group, I got to hear his story. He shared his story with me, right? And, and it gave me some encouragement. Um, and so it's really important that when you're making, when you've made some decisions that are difficult and and you don't, and there are not others um, around you who have made similar decisions, and you do feel alone, and you do feel uh, often misunderstood. It's important that you find um, groups of people, affinity groups, right, of people who are in a similar situation as you, right? Um, not uh, to have pity parties and, and things of that nature, but uh, where you can find encouragement and you can receive it and you can also give encouragement. Uh, that's really important. You know, I just really strongly believe that God um, intends for us to be in community. And sometimes that community is a religious community, right? I think it's more than that, though. I, I don't think that the community is limited to um, our faith community, of our faith traditions. I think other communities are important as well, right? Uh, other communities of people who... Um, have the same experiences or who go, who are going through a similar situation. You know, I think that's why uh, groups like AA and NA are so important because everybody in the group is struggling and, and overcoming the same kinds of issues. And so they can relate with each other. And And that's one of the reasons why I started the Dream Big Coaching and Connections Facebook group, private Facebook group, so that people who had a vision or a dream of starting their own business, beginning uh, a ministry, or um, becoming an entrepreneur 
could gather together and brainstorm ideas, could share their insights, could share their dreams, um, could could um, get suggestions and ideas from other people in the group because of that commonality, because it's important for us to, us creatives, people who are creative, um, to have that kind of safe environment to bounce ideas off of one another. We need each other. People need people, right? And the way this world is set up, it can make us feel like the best thing for us to do is just to isolate and stay away from people because, you know, people hurt us. Um, but I just find because of the, the groups that I'm in that have been so positive and so helpful. I mean, and these groups consist of people of different religious backgrounds, different ethnicities, different cultures from different countries and all coming together because everyone is trying to make a life and a living for themselves as an entrepreneur and everyone wants each other to win right and so i have gotten so much help from people who have not charged me anything for for helping for walking me through certain steps to do certain things right um, and I thought, well, I want to create that kind of environment as well for women, particularly women and women who are clergy women, women who have an idea, of, a beautiful idea of creating something. Because, you know, that's what we do. We create. We women folk. We create. We're just so creative and resourceful, right? But often all of that creativity stays locked up inside of us. And so I wanted to create a space where women could come and create and share and get encouragement and they get spurred on to pursue their dreams. Yeah. And so my critical life moment has led me here. It's led me here and I wonder where your critical life moment is leading you. Is it leading you to create? Is it leading you to make something beautiful in the world? Is it leading you to leave a legacy of love and liberation and joy and peace and happiness in this world? I don't know, but I hope so. I hope so. I hope that you are living your life with intention right? Not just going through life one day at a time, drudging it. I mean, of course, all we have is one day at a time, but I'm talking about the the ideology, the mindset with which you're navigating and you're going through this world, right? Um, Drudgery. No, no, but who wants to live like that? I don't want to live like that anymore. And I know you don't either. So let's take the advice of Dr. Renita Weems. Let's take the advice of the Shulamite woman, and let's live with intention. Let's make decisions that will fulfill a dream, that will fulfill our dreams, that will help us to create the life that we dream and that we pray about. Because I'm telling you, if you're dreaming and praying about it, someone else is too. And someone else is watching you 
and looking to see if you're going to do it. If you're going to be someone that they can follow, someone that they can see making it happen, pressing through, handling the challenges and the ups and downs, because they will come. Let's not deny it. Let's not be in denial about it. They're going to come, but it's all about how we handle it. So I just want to encourage you to handle it, to handle yourself, to create the life for yourself that you really, really want. I love you. Be blessed. Now go be great. Doing something you've never done before, to experience something you've never experienced before, in order to live the kind of life you've never lived before, is scary as hell. It requires digging deep, exploring the lies we've believed about our identity and worth, and replacing those lies with truth.